I, I'm keeping these. That's fine. <laughs> no one's going to love them. Yeah, totally. I think it's hilarious that there's one on there that says, hope you find your dad. Yeah. Like, I say that to my kid's dog's Buckley. I would say, bye, Buckley. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> <laughs> every, time I say, every time I leave him, Brecklin just loves it. Oh, that's that's so just mean. He's never going to find his dad. <laughs> yeah. I know. Poor guy. No, and he just looks at me like, all hope lost. <laughs> Welcome to Our Film Fathers Podcast, the definitive podcast about fatherhood, film, and fatherhood and film. This is Jelani, and with me as always are a saucy minx and a cotton-headed ninny muggins, Martin and Brady. I am Colin, god of sex. I'm just on the wrong continent, that's all. Wow, you're fast. I'm glad I caught up to you. I waited five hours for you. Why is your coat so big? So, good news. I saw a dog today. Have you seen a dog? You probably have. How was school? Was it fun? Did you get a lot of homework? Huh? Do you have any friends? Do you have a best friend? Does he have a big coat too? This week, I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. Christmas is all around me, and so the feeling grows. It's that time of year, and who better to look back at two Christmas classics than two friends of the pod, Matt Clara and Max Watzler. Has it really been 20 years since these two movies came out? Welcome, guys. Thank you. <laughs> so good to be back. Welcome both. Yeah, Thrilled to be here for you. my first time. Long-time listener, first-time guest. First-time first time old-fashioned sipper. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And this is a delightful one. Is this podcast sponsored by Journeyman Distillery? Because it should be. It I mean, should be. We, the pride we'll, and joy we'll of southern, southwestern <laughs> yeah. Michigan. Yes, we'll, we'll accept the dollars and we'll play Indeed. all the commercials. Honestly, I'd accept the just straight bourbon. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get paid more. Put it in my veins. <laughs> Uh, Max, yeah, thanks for uh, the, you were the 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 brainchild, the impetus behind this all. You you kind of sent out the the email and said, "Hey, this is this is what we want to do." It just hit me that it it had been twenty years since these two movies came out. One of them, Love Actually, is set in London, yep. where we met Matthew and Martin Clara <laughs> twenty years twenty ago. years ago. In the Bunak office, and I don't even know what Bunak stands for. I looked so, it up. It's like oh, Bu- good. British, British University North American Company Club. Club? He looked Company. up. He looked up, he looked up part of it. Part of it. Eighty <laughs> percent. Bunak, for for those unfamiliar, is a program for recent college graduates or recent college students. You yeah. could just have been a college student. Yep. You get a work visa. You can work anywhere in that in the Commonwealth, right? Yep. You could work in Canada or in Australia. Um, we worked and lived in London and met the first day at orientation yep. and just hit it off. And yep. I was like, I came all the way, you know, halfway around the world to hang out with two <laughs> guys, from, a couple yeah. of Chicago yeah, guys from Chicago, you know, it was like, it was pretty, it was, but it was fast friends. Yeah. And almost immediately, one of the first things that we, that we really rallied around was our love of movies. Yep. And I was a screenwriting major in college and I had been working on over that summer a movie about guys who hang out and quote movies all day <laughs> and we and you guys would just sit at night after we got off from work we would just sit with our pints and you would just go you gotta put that in you gotta put that in quarters oh dude quarters. dude dude dude, dude. <laughs> dude, dude that, sounds, that, that sounds like bad dude hey guys dude hey guys <laughs> and and so and so that script grew and it was like 300 pages literally by the time that i left the island yeah. of the United was, was Kingdom. That the, was that on the blacklist? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, it's still on the blacklist. <laughs> Twenty Ready years later. But um, so, uh, can I tell the story? Can yeah. I start with the story? Of, we don't really do stories here. We <laughs> we all went to see Love Actually. We decided that because it was you know this London-based movie, Richard Curtis, writer, director, his first his directorial debut. Correct. This was the movie that kind of introduced his style. Um, and we we should definitely talk about his style or lack thereof, because it's it's a thing. And we went and saw it at the Westfield London, which is a like it's what's Westfield Mall. And yeah. in that mall, there's a giant tree with a door in the tree. And if you watch the movie in the opening sequence, Same. just after the airport, you see that tree, and everybody in the theater like cheer. We were cheering, yeah. 
during that sequence, and it just we it were seeing. We, we just walked by. We, we just, just walked right past it, yeah. Yeah. and it was like, oh my gosh! They must this have is just like, put it in too, because yeah. they were, they probably recorded it right at the end, right? Or filmed it right at the end. Yeah, yeah. It was so it was like so exciting, sure, <laughs> to be there and to be experiencing this movie, and then the movie happens, and it just feels like another line from another Richard Curtis writ- written film, like yesterday's news is today's waste paper bins. Cause it was just like, he took all of these broken scenes from past movies mm-hmm. and jam packed them into love actually. And he actually talks about the fact that like Colin, the, the kid who's the sex Kate, God, the Brit. Yeah. sex God, <laughs> sex God that like, he's basically the, um, Hugh Grant character in four weddings at a funeral that, that almost all of his scenes are scenes that like the caterer talking to the caterer. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. For do you, do you think Collins uh, would, would would he his plan would actually work? I feel like maybe it wouldn't work quite as well. Well, it absolutely, it absolutely, any, any British accent would it's work. Not, yeah, it's definitely got some ground behind. <laughs> why Wisconsin and why Budweiser? Very, so that the so the Budweiser placement. thing is actually I noticed that too. Like before this viewing, but um, and I've, I think like most of us have prob- most of us have probably seen this movie numerous times. Yeah. yeah. But the Budweiser thing has stood out to me before, and you I could have just said St. Louis. Like I would, it <laughs> well, no. and so I. The one thing I saw was they felt like not not necessarily, but going to or like New York felt like pretty obvious, and that a, right. kind of an offbeat guy like Colin would pick an offbeat name, and it's like so Milwaukee. great to say in yeah. an, in and an tourists generally would be more interested in this city that sounds different than sure. you know yeah. a popular spot so i felt like that you could kind of get there but the budweiser thing Just i actually felt like was more good, you know? yeah miller was is the obvious choice at that yeah. point but. or you could play on the fact that misery sounds like misery and <laughs> you're going to a place called misery and that's another joke but i think uh i think his plan did head merit because i actually thought about that for my boys and yeah. Finding a British family to go let them live with for a couple of years and then pick up the accent. Pick up the accent <laughs> when they were younger. And fortunately enough, my wife has a cousin who married a Brit. And I was like, oh, Brian, can I have my son just go live with your family <laughs> in London for a couple of years, pick up that accent, and then come back? And then they just clean house. It's, a, it's an accent immersion program. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's a one way thing. Like Americans going to the UK, it's not the same. Not the same. Oh, we, I, I would. That's why you got to get them young. I slapped right. a Canadian patch on my backpack at one point. Because we were there during the Bush administration, and it was pretty scary. Like, yeah. sometimes people would come up to me and, like, give me shit about our president. And I'm like, I... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we're not all the same. It's not a homogeny. You were on, on, on the side of the Dixie Chicks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, but I, I rewatched uh, this movie with my kids. Um not all of it. I had to fast forward through some some of the parts because I'm like, oh shit! So I, but I I totally I forgot wanna... it's rated R and all of those corn scenes. Well, yeah. and I was like, <laughs> oh man! So well, those part. aren't in the like the versions that get played like oh, on. They're on in the version that played in my living Wait, room. So they cut, Mar- they cut Mar- uh, Martin, Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman, Freeman on the 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 versions that played oh, like, like TBS. on yeah, TBS. yeah those that is completely removed. The whole storyline. Yes, just like, they are just not people in the uh, not in the movie. That's easy to do. It is actually because yeah. there isn't a ton of you. Could, sorry, I bet they have a random crossover Max where they like walk by that they that they cut it out. Well, uh, but so, what does that do for their royalties? But I guess re- nothing. They probably don't even have. But real quick on that. The, Spoken like an actor and screenwriter. <laughs> what, yeah. um, he, uh, he, uh, Curtis recounted that he said that he was told that he's gonna he was gonna make significantly less money at the box office by having like a yeah. lot of nude scenes in. But he felt, per Curtis, he felt like when he was a teenager, he only went to the movies to see his nudity when he could, and he didn't want to let his younger self down. And I was I like, like, you know what? Man. I appreciate you saying that that's and doing it. Yeah. That's agreed. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> And he he claims that it wasn't a porn that it was like Last Tango in Paris or Nine and a Half Weeks or something. Which I'm like, those are both like pseudo pornography. Like, yeah. yeah, it just it was very uh, no getting away from it. But the, yeah, there's obviously straight on nudity as well as acting out For essentially. Sure. Uh, sorry, no, I was just going along the lines of like I told my kids. I'm like when we talked about these movies, I was like, hey, <laughs> we're gonna be able to watch Elf and Love Actually, and then I'm like. We watched Elf first together, and then when Love actually came around, it just got late, and then I started watching. I'm like, oh, that's right. Yeah, I <laughs> I totally got all forgot about that, that storyline. And I'm like, eh, we're good. <laughs> so they did They did not watch through that one. So uh, yeah. But yeah, I was like, yeah, that. Also, they do. Um, 
Well, Hugh Grant's love interest. They do her dirty, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. all the what fat shaming, yeah. like nonstop. Yeah, yeah is that just bad. how it was back in '03? Apparently, the body image uh, was different than it is. I think this <laughs> even year. the parents, man. What did they yeah. call her? Plumpy, plumpy, plumpy. Oh, that's yeah. just mean. Well, that, and that was the whole thing. Was like that was, I guess, a thing when she was was she on EastEnders? Like the. I, yes, I, I remember you. T- you you're the one who told me. This. Yeah, I, didn't, story, I don't know that. The story about her was that she was always like portrayed like a, as being big, and she's not. And no, she's at all. not at all. Martina, what's Martina's Martin last? McCutcheon or something? McCutcheon. Martina McCutcheon. There yeah, you yeah. go. Nice um, work. Also, the last line, like literally the last line in the movie, he she runs up and jumps on him, and yeah. even he says like, "Oh God, you're heavy." I mean, he's joking, he's but joking, like, right. but I never caught that before this viewing. So. Uh, you know, what's funny is I didn't hear what he said, and I and I was like, oh. I, I heard something, yeah. and then later on, as I was looking through some notes, they referenced that, and I was like, "Oh, well, that's what he said." I'm like, yep. definitely did not, did not catch Till that. And I've seen this, but I mean, I don't know. I bet I've seen this close to double digits. Oh I mean, wow! I bet I've seen times. this a lot. I'm probably about five. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm off. Maybe probably I'm over exaggerating that, but I feel like it's a it's a decent amount. I want to see max every year. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've seen this like, like twenty times, fifty or sixty times easily. Wow! Wow! <laughs> because it's winner. Does it take you? Does it take you back? In a and way, that's, and that's why is it a nostalgia thing? Yeah, or? in a way. So I also, before we went to see it at the movie theater, I went to Trafalgar Square or Leicester Square, and I stood. Get them name dropping all the London. Places. I Chester. stood on the. So, I stood on the barriers. Piccadilly Circus. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> Big Ben Parliament might, might have been there. <laughs> and I, I, I stood on the. I stood on the barrier, and like a, a cop was moving the barrier, and I just walked onto the red carpet, and I stood next to. Um, Emma Thompson for a hot second. She kind of looked at me, and I looked back at her. And I was fortunately I was like in like nicer clothing, so I could have been attending the premiere. And then her husband walked up and grabbed her. And then Hugh Grant walked by, and all these cameras passed, like kind of ran me over. And this cop goes, "You can't, you can't stand here anymore, man." It's okay. I'm Canadian. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, See the patch? I flashed my patch. Uh, yeah, Hugh Grant was the biggest, and I, I walked on. You, you, did, you walked away. No I walked on. I walked on. I walked through the theater and then I walked out the, the side door. I didn't have a ticket or anything. Oh, okay. Very cool. Nice. Through the door. But they let you through. <laughs> I was going to say, they it's didn't enough. throw him out of the plane. Then like, he went uh, through the door and Indiana the, Jones. The, oh, oh, can we talk about this? So, no. No, I can't. The, the wedding sequence between Chiwetel Giafor. We're definitely going to talk about this. And Did you sneak a trombone in too? That dude performed. The, the, the singer, yeah, yeah, but was he supposed to be somebody that we've heard of? I think because I looked I him up and I'm like, I've never heard of this person. Yeah, he was either. he was like primed to to do something, and then the movie tanked, and so his career went nowhere with oh. a lot of other people. But he performed that night. That scene, do you know? Do you guys know the inspiration for like the the people? I do because I looked it up. But if so, I, you could ask them. No, I don't know. I want to go hear for it. it. No, no, go no, own it, own it. It's based on, and you can like find clips of this on YouTube. It's based on Jim Henson's funeral. All of the puppets, all the puppeteers and voices, voice actors, stood up in the in the. Was it actually in St. Paul's Cathedral that he? In the yeah, they said they they performed and did they sang a song and the Muppets. His funeral was in St. Paul's Cathedral in London, and yeah, they performed as Muppets in in the 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 pews. Okay, and sang what's on Rainbow Connection or sure. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> saying all you need is love. Um, I just always Straight appreciate the random. Uh, there's like 40 people there, and yeah. a third of them have instruments. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> didn't earlier. Right. And no one noticed until and no one caught. They're like the yeah. three trombone players, three sax players. You got trumpeteers. <laughs> right. Right. I can buy the Loudest. balcony, and one of you has a lottery ticket underneath <laughs> your seat. <laughs> I can um. buy the balcony, like being hidden and all that, and that singer who never went anywhere, and but. I was and like, there was that too. Like there was always like, like Chuatella Geofor goes, oh, like he knew him, but then we never got anything. Yeah, that's what I was like. I looked him up. I'm like, oh, was, that must be somebody that I know. Was so, and I was like, felt so no piecemeal. Never heard of him. Yeah. And then Martin, you sent out a clip of like this guy doing like an honest trailer kind of thing, or like a like a honest <laughs> review. Yeah, just like just oh, some, of the, like, some of those of, problematic uh, things. Oh my gosh! About about it's the movie. Literally that, every every single yeah, thing. Like every, every single relationship or is, the problems seem, with all of them. Yeah, how it's, problematic everything is. Yeah. It's like yeah. the definition of irony not showing up in Alanis Morissette's song about irony. <laughs> L- Linda, like, there's Linda, no love in this movie. <laughs> Lyndon David Hall is the name of that singer. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Got nothing. But I was gonna, I was going to ask. Uh, Hugh Grant was the biggest star at the time of this movie, right? But now. Colin Firth, huge. Yeah. Kira Knightley, pretty. I mean, you know, pretty I think big. Emma Thompson was, pro- but Emma she Thompson, just wasn't that's, probably that's a, a good point. 
a, like on the start, Hugh Grant was definitely riding yeah. pretty high. Yeah. Um, but I think I mean obviously Emma Thompson had been around. Liam, ne- Liam Neeson hadn't gotten his uh, he hadn't hit his old man action. He had Neeson. He hadn't found his particular set of skills yet. <laughs> Liam, this is pre-taken, Liam. Well, so did he go to his agent after his wife died this in that before. skiing accident and say like, "Hey, every movie from now on, I want to basically avenge." Avenge somebody's death, because like, that's all he does anymore. It's it's well when you get paid for something really well, yeah, you just yeah, keep fucking doing it. It's the, uh, it's the we them. talk about this uh, in our Denzel episodes, but it's the old man action, right? You hit a certain age, and then you're just like, let me just do revenge action films. Equalizer fourteen. All right, <laughs> so I, I want your guys's movie knowledge here. This cast includes three Oscar winners, oh, and five nominees. Okay, Max feels good. Who's let's Snape. Let's, What's Snape's name again? <laughs> Alan, Alan Rickman. Rickman. Alan Rickman for sure. Is he a nominee? Nope. Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson Emma won Thompson. for for uh, she's a sens- winner. Sensibility. She's a winner. Uh, Dame Emma Thompson. No, the he the didn't act. say Dame, but we'll let it, we'll let it slide. <laughs> Three Oscar winners. <laughs> he stood right next to her on the carpet. Uh, <laughs> I'm a huge fan. Like, can we talk about this? Like, Not yet. Liam Neeson. <laughs> oh my god! All of, all of her all of her acceptance speeches for Sense and Sensibility are like they are so soothing that I sometimes watch them to fall asleep. They are. Liam Neeson is a nominee. Nominee. See, for, Max for what? For Rob Roy? Michael, Schindler's List. Michael Collins? Schindler's List, probably. Schindler's, oh, Schindler's List. List. Oh, sure, oh, sure, sure. You I don't have the movies? I don't, I don't know the I don't movie know. that you just said. I was, I was making out during that. Michael <laughs> Collins? Oh, my. Michael I bet Collins. Kira Knightley's on the sequel to Michael Clayton? Clayton? <laughs> you guys should watch Michael Collins for St. Patrick's Day. It's amazing. Kira Knightley for some of those English films? She's she's a nominee. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Pride and Prejudice, probably. Bend it like Beckham, I think. Atonement. See, uh, yeah, Ma- Max is a big fan of the Oscars. See, these guys always give me shit because I'm always, uh, oh. I don't know. All right. It's the end all be all for Martin. You guys, are, you, guys are, you guys are humming along here. You've got one winner and two noms so far. There's two more Oscar winners. So it, there it are winners. two more Oscar it, winners. Do, are we counting like composer? No. These are all actors. Uh, actors. Oh. Actors, actresses, whatever. Colin Hugh, Firth. Colin Firth. I was waiting for you Saturday to say, yeah. yeah so, King's Speech. King's Speech. King's speech. Yep. Winner. You're risking one winner and three nominees. Hugh okay. Grant? Negative. You didn't get nominated either, huh? Um, Nine and a half once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Laura Linney. Laura Linney. Oh, Laura Nominee. Linney. That I don't know, know what she's nominated for. I can look it up if you need, but. Um, the Truman Show. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yes, also yeah. a nominee. Oh, 12 Years a Slave, right? Yeah. Yep. You're missing uh, one nominee and one winner. Bill Nye. Also a nominee. Yeah, he is so good in that for movie. What? Dude, I don't have this stuff. Oh, yeah, I yeah. told you, but he's so good in this. <laughs> oh yeah, you oh, love, it was, you love the, him. It was for oh, the. I Mr. didn't love him at first, but I do. I do. Did you guys now. see that? I think it was just recently that Bill Nye was nominated. It was that uh, based on a Japanese film. That's an amazing movie. Another story based on a Japanese. Film. I really thought I it was going to come one. up. Yeah, the <laughs> message. No, uh, it's Mister Something. I can't remember. Of oh, just came out like two years. Living. Ago. Yeah, living. Yeah. Living. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. So you're missing one winner, one. and I'm guessing you won't get it. Yeah. Tell us. It's Billy Bob. Uh, oh. <laughs> but he just Billy Bob. Billy Bob. Billy Bob. <laughs> but he just slides right in there like he right. just, some folks call it a slim sling blade. <laughs> Wasn't he supposed to be George Bush, ish? Yeah. I, I thought and, and Clinton. Clinton. Like, like yeah. Kind of combo. Maybe a yeah. combo platter there because Grant was definitely. And he's from Arkansas, which Tony Bill Clinton's Blair. from Arkansas. Yeah. That's but true. He was also kind of like doing like that like. So that, was one of, a, one that of, whole that whole thing was pretty lame. Yeah, you know, for it a was. lot of like, if you take each piece individually, none of it's really very good. But you put it all together, all together. and I like this movie. Well, what's interesting about that is this was supposed to be right? two movies. Did you know that? No. So no. Curtis was working on two separate movies. The Colin Firth character oh. was its own movie, and I believe the Hugh Grant, yeah, the Prime Minister David Hugh Grant, were was one movie, and then he I think wasn't getting anywhere enough, yeah, and so he combined that turned into a com- combination. Did his yeah, screenplay like, fall in the lake? Is that why? <laughs> As I got older, the pages will, uh, <laughs> I think that that relation that one is the my favorite one is the Colin Firth uh, with the. Oh, really? <laughs> they don't. They don't. They don't speak yeah, the same language. Just in yeah. cases. <laughs> yeah, just, but they understand and, and her and her tramp stamp. God damn! <laughs> they zoom in on that. Yeah. I love the sister too. Yeah, <laughs> the sister. Oh man, talk about Say plumpy. Yes, Poor thing. Yeah. <laughs> then they go the Dunkin' Donut comment through me. Uh, it's like, yeah. come on, 
That's what this. What that's what said. this Portuguese man is saying to his daughter. Is so, that what we're going? Yeah. He's like, "You're Miss Dunkin' Donuts 2003." Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. really? So I, a lot of fat shaming. I in that think movie. that because of Pulp Fiction, there have been like all of these scenes from Italian restaurant kind of movies where it's just like all these different like sweets that don't really go together, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why, but like I'm exhausted from them. Like at this point, I feel like this one is one of the worst at like. Stitching the stories together because they kind of just throw it all together at the very end. You have no idea. Like it's so out of order. I'm like, is he like the Colin's friend? Yeah, yeah. Is like at someone. He's like working with the porn stars. He's the production assistant. He's He's like Colin's at his house. I was like. What day is it? And they all know Colin, <laughs> or and then Chuatel knows Colin Firth at the very end. You're just like, well, they all know they're all connected except for Bill Nye. Yeah, um, right. He's the only and, one that isn't really connected. Yeah, that's true. That's the only separate, like, isolated storyline. But yeah. throughout the whole movie, they're playing right. in the background. Someone's I, I connected fa- here. I think that's here, my here. favorite story. Too. Which one? <laughs> Bill Nye. So the weird and part, the manager. Of, the weird I was part ask who, about that. What your favorite scene is? Is I thought it was something I thought about this time was I thought it was really interesting that this. One of the storylines is this person who's trying to make this like great Christmas song or you know this turn it into this big hit while simultaneously this movie has one of the all time Christmas songs <laughs> in it in Mariah Carey's. But was it? That's the other question I was. Or is it because of this movie? Yeah, did this movie saying. kind of restart? I don't know. This, I don't have the restart memory. the timeline on that 20 song. Twenty years ago. Yeah, I don't it know if it pro- restarted. It probably kicked it. It probably has an element to like people enjoying it, but yeah, I mean, I can't. There's no way I, I could say for sure one way or the other and that was the other thing that like i'd never experienced until living in london was the christmas single race and that is a real thing yeah. and does anybody Who's know what the christmas one? single was that won that year it was supposed to be the darkness our favorite band oh yeah but it was actually I from the, that, Love. that that Love. cover of the <laughs> tears for fears song from donnie darko uh, oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Um, mad world I, mad world yeah, yeah. jewels there it is song. We have to do Donnie Darko somewhere. And there's some Donnie there's Darko. some guy that now makes like he makes it his like Prince life of goal to do the Christmas <laughs> single every year, and so he's won several oh. recently. Um, go back to your question. No, I was just going to ask, what is yeah, your yeah. favorite storyline in that movie? Kind of want to go. Hold around on, before we get to that, because I want to go back to all I want for Christmas is you. Yeah. Can you play the drum part from it? Because he learned. It did the look son too learned difficult. it I probably pretty quickly. Could. I'll He's, be honest. Matt's the drummer. I can. can you? <laughs> but, but I'm pretty sure I could do that. But yeah, I mean, there's no way he learned it in two days or whatever. Yeah, I was like, he's sitting there. He, he, just, didn't, he didn't do much. I'll be no, honest. he didn't. He didn't, but he got a drum kit, and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to learn to play drums. That's with the like, thing. There's no timeline in here. That could have been three weeks. There is a there timeline. There is a timeline. No, they were counting down. It was four yeah. weeks till they Christmas, were count- I think, yeah. when you first start. <laughs> you didn't yes. see the flashes? It's, it's nebulous. Eight weeks, and you saw weeks. one scene per week. There's like a whole world <laughs> happening in there. It's a mad world. You can learn that song in a month. <laughs> there you go. All right, Matt. So sorry. Back to your question. Yeah, no. Just what, what your favorite storylines are. Wait, really movie. quick before no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> not hold on. About hold that thought. Favorite storylines. Um... I already went. I already said that it was. I, the I think Colin it's Firth, the Colin the Firth. Firth. I, I just like it more than I thought. I think. See, I so I, I, I flipped. Out. I will say I had a an emotional. I felt like response to the Liam Neeson and son. Not so much like him and the girl, but like that bond and that like connection. This time around, yeah, I was like, oh man, yeah, exactly. Watching go. it, we've talked about this. Like watching movies differently as a dad, like. Involuntarily, I was just like, "That one, that one got me this time." Yep. Not, yeah, yeah. The, and, step, the, the stepdad, and I'm a stepdad, it. and it's it, it, like every. I still, I still count that every time. I, <laughs> every time I watch, every time I watch a movie where there's like a uh, a parental figure who steps in, I get a little tweaked because like it's the hardest thing I'll ever do. Yeah. I have no idea how I'm doing it every single day, and I screw up. Every day, and I know that like my parents screwed up every day, but it's so different when it's a choice. They're in my life by choice, and I'm in their lives by choice. And they've never—I say never—they've truly never like made me feel like anything other than like I'm supposed to be there, and that's a miracle in and of itself. So to see this relationship play out in the way that it does, very dramatically, with like the Bay City Rollers and all that crap at the. There's some loose. The there's some loose funeral. stuff in the beginning, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like, 
And like, is Emma Thompson turning down his phone call the day of the oh funeral? Oh my god! Or yeah. is, oh, but here's the thing: or did that not happen that day? I don't know. <laughs> there is no timeline. I'm very busy. I have to go make a lobster costume or whatever. And, and it's like ten minutes later, she's at the at the funeral. I was like, was she? Oh, did I she really about turn that. that down? I was like, what a jerk. Harsh. Yeah, yeah, but I guess that's the kind of tough love that you get out of a good Brits. Yeah, cold, <laughs> a cold Scottish woman. Right? But uh, uh, you're right. Great scene my when he's like, scene. "We need Leo and Kate Stat," and they're just sitting on the yep. couch. Yeah, and and just the way the kid you know describes oh, yeah. it. Is there anything worse than being at the absolute agony of love? Yeah, it, it's let's go get a kicked great. in the face by love. Oh, <laughs> so good. Yeah, and then the Claudia Shiver like. Yeah. corniness. That's of a little that. too much. Yeah, yeah I, I was, was with fine. I'm with I was Matt. With it. I was I was. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Jelani? Honestly, like this time watching it. I like the Hugh Grant part. Hmm. I do too. I I don't disagree with kind of the the fat shaming aspect or like that whole thing, weird storyline. But I like Hugh Grant. Yeah. I find him enjoyable almost and, all the yeah. time. And I do like right in the beginning I get how he's, he's like, oh, that's so – like he knows right away that yeah. he's into her. Yeah. And he's, he's like, oh, it's so unfortunate. Because, <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah, it's going to be a problem. Yeah. And, and yeah, I like I do like that. It's like very instant kind of for both of them. And they yeah. kind of give a callback later when his Emma Thompson's like, oh, nine, nine years ago you would have been just his type. <laughs> I think like, she says oh. 20 years ago. <laughs> she still, like, still is. Yeah. <laughs> so good. You don't the, shake that. The, uh, the good King Wenceslas of it all too, like – could you pick a more English Chris Christmas song, Carol? That's yeah. what they sing. When yeah. They're like, oh, it's carolers. It's carolers. And oh, yeah. He's supposed to be singing. And then the, the, the driver in the back with the good great voice. <laughs> right. So good. So good. That's, that's pretty good, Max. That is good baritone. Uh, I, no, I agree with you. I didn't, know, I didn't know what the hell that song was, but I was like, You've right. never heard that? The, girls seemed, the little girls seemed to like it. Oh. I don't well, know the words, but you know the, the melody. Yes, right the there. melody. So yes. my whole life I was, told, I was told by my uncles and was totally convinced that our surname, Wassler, is inspired by wassail that I emanate oh. from mead makers. Wassail is mead. It's honey mead made in England. Our tribe was apparently split by Charlemagne between Germany where they – and like we own Christmas. That's the other reason that like Christmas means so much to me. They got in, this on Ancestry.com? It is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just blew my mic. Jesus Christ. German's Vassal is is a spiced cake made with fruit. So I'm literally like the fruit cake. this guy. He knows everything. The fruit cake and the mead maker. Wassail. Here we come a wassling. It's, oh, yeah, here we come a wassling. I freaking own Christmas, guys. Uh, uh, it's evident. But Why, that, you've, told, so, you've said that before, here we come a wassling. I did never heard that before. That you. scene, and then my favorite line in the whole movie is... Uh, Colin Firth shows up to his family. Uh, man's got to do what a man's got to do. And he leaves. I hate, I, I hate Uncle Jamie. <laughs> so I hate Uncle Jamie. I have an issue, too. His brother's in the back of that room. For how real. Are, how are they, like, it, <laughs> how can they exist in the same is, place? Is the brother um, one of the DJs in Mm-mm. with the Bill Nye? That's what I, okay. I thought like that was him. how they connected the story, but I guess oh. not. Not, not Radio so, Watford. I didn't yeah. catch that. <laughs> All right. So I yeah. thought it was only this time that I'm no, like, oh, is that but I saw, I looked for him at when he, when Jamie showed up with presents, I looked for him in the back and he's standing right there yeah. and I was like, it's his ex there too, yeah. which she does not appear to be, but. Whole family seems to be okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody, <laughs> I, I was obsessed with his ex, his, his wife, his wife, his ex. Sienna Gilroy. Who was it? Is that who it is? Sienna. Yeah. yeah. I no, thought I she was know. just such a babe. <laughs> she's definitely, I mean, she's definitely. We've seen her in a couple other movies. Oh, really? Yeah, like I know 20, she's in, twenty-four hours, or no? I well, I know she's in the Resident Evil franchise. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. She's in a couple other things. I, I almost wanted. She's to in the Meg Two Resident Evil. You're right, Helen of Troy. The Meg Two. <laughs> the Meg Two. <laughs> she's you guys, still going. Did you guys watch machine. the Meg? I watched the Meg. No, no. for this show, for this podcast. No, no, no not yet. There's not too many fathers in the Meg. We need a state in September. There is a father in the Meg. Yeah, I think Statham. No, I think it's the Japanese guy. Damn it. Um, least favorite storyline? Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Alan, Alan Rickman. Like, it's so yeah. hard to watch because he's like. Yeah, at least believable or something, too. Sure. But, well, and, she's, right. she's amazing. Like, at playing that part, that's so hard. And when she spreads her legs at her desk, <laughs> that's. You know that's Guess a reference next. to Basic Instinct, yeah, and like right. you know, there's like all this stuff going on, and it is a little unbelievable. But like, I do like I do like that we got to see Rowan Atkinson. Like that was <laughs> the flashiest of flash. Well, and Ro- that's a Curtis connection. Exactly, he, he, Black he, Adder. He wrote a ton of 
Mr. Bean stuff. Yeah. And, and I watched my, Mr. My kids Bean knew. a lot when I was young. So, so a lot. My kids knew who he was. They, he shows up and they're like, oh my God, well, it's wasn't Mr. there Bean. a movie? How do you he, guys know wasn't there a movie not long ago? Yeah, no, Bean was like 20 years no. before this. Uh, okay. You, I don't know yeah. how they know him. That's, I mean, that was, it, it was is weird. Unless there's a YouTube they like, got your BBC it's gotta one be a YouTube, YouTube thing. thing. But I remember I watched Mr. Bean a ton. Like, and that was not something that I had a lot of friends who I would have assumed enjoyed that. But I always found it really funny. Where Bean. did you see? And it? I find it less funny now. Show, like, <laughs> was it on like Cinemax or Showtime, or was it on like PBS? I bet it was like a PBS. Yeah, I watched it on PBS. Like yeah. WWT. WTTW. WTTW. I bet it was Windows to the world. To the world. KETC Channel Nine, St. Louis, Missouri. I watched. Flying Circus every day after school. <laughs> I would sometimes watch it with my best friend in the world, Brown, Brian Houghton, may you rest in peace. Uh, and we would laugh our asses off, and then Mr. Bean would be on right afterwards. And then um, Are You Being Served was also... Uh, Bob Ross and Mr. Bean were my, PB- Dude, my PBS shows. Bob Ross, okay. Holy cow, take me Happy back. little accident. So we, we, I talked a lot about London. Was there anything in this rewatch that you guys went through that, like, t- that flung you back that you were like, oh my God, I forgot all about that? part of our experience there i really missed that part of our experience there no i just i i liked telling the kids i i explained to them the the, the christmas tree thing i'm like guys look this is where i saw the movie you know i was trying <laughs> to like show cool, how cool it was Martin's yeah. like, just, and okay boomer where we were was in the movie and they're like, yeah, like yeah, yeah this is heathrow i flew in and yeah. out of there yeah <laughs> I swear to God, I did say something about that because it was right in the yeah, right it was two in the years after nine eleven. Like, they're like, we well, get it, so Dad. The nine eleven reference, I was like, right. oh, damn, I did not remember that. No, yeah, not like, at all. And it's not anything. I guess it just almost doesn't necessarily need it seem necessary to really mention it. Yeah, but it was still I, top I, of I mind. Two years, I like that intro. I did too. I, I liked the when intro. Did, when did Winterbottom's movie about nine eleven come out? Because that was like. Too soon, right? I don't know. Michael Winterbottom. <laughs> Michael Winterbottom had a movie about 9/11 called like Flight 573 or whatever it was, and it came out like Flight 93. Oh, Flight 93. They definitely rushed that, and it was like yeah, sure. 2003 or four, yeah. and it was this was. Mentioned. I was just surprised when I saw that. I'm like, man, of all the times I've seen this, I did not remember there was a reference to uh, to the Twin Towers or you know. But um, I think that opening is really good. It is a good intro. But yeah, you got um, anything, Matt? Yeah, no. Uh, for me, I mean, it was just all of it, like. First of all, like you said, 20 years ago, it's like, holy cow, that's flew like that. That number. Um, and then I also just remember when uh, my wife now, at the time, girlfriend, we moved out to London, and Martin was a few weeks behind us, and we found a flat next to Abbey Road Studios, address being 1A Abbey Road. And I remember calling Martin on a mobile <laughs> I saw with my top-up card, and I'm like, hey, how would you like to live next door to Abbey Road Studios? He's like, hell yes, let's do this. <laughs> and we're like, one catch. It's a one-bedroom apartment. He's like... I don't care. I'll sleep on the futon. We're like, <laughs> which I did. Yeah, which you did. Except for like the one time you got the flu. We're like, fine, you could have the you bed. The bed. <laughs> um, just for a day. Um, yeah, I tell everyone that's my icebreaker. Wait, uh, like whatever, you? or like two truths, two truths and a lie. Oh, like, just oh the two I live next door. It was. It was at the orientation. I think we all met at the same time because yeah. I remember I I'm think, like, no, I think you guys Max met them Wassler guy, and you're like, it's Wassler. And you're like, <laughs> oh yeah, my bad. Yeah, you might not have met me until later because I was I was still working. It may have been a little bit later, but yeah, we were there. We preceded you by like a week or two. Yeah. We were still was there anything up. that you guys discovered in London that you still hold on to today or that you still say today or that you still are like is still part of you? Well, Matt still uses the accent, which is really weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still say cheers. I literally like as, as a goodbye or as a thank you, I say cheers. No, I dropped all those things. So I'm not that asshole. That's Matt was like the kid. The tube. Matt was I'm the, sorry. I went to London 20 years ago. I still call the L the tube. <laughs> the CH at the beginning. Mind the gap, please. Mind the gap. <laughs> it's and the, only with you. It's the 118 stuff. It's and, the L, guys. Yeah, right. Still uh, love a good Guinness, sure, right? Um, yeah, just uh, just went to the Chicago Guinness. Oh, how uh, was it? It was the, the place was great. Yeah, in some, in some ways, it was painful to come back to Chicago and it's like, wow, the L is so bad. Like, I mean, not to like <laughs> you know hold London to high esteem, but it's like they had their stuff figured out, right? Like they're yeah, a couple and hundred. You guys years flew ahead direct and... from Heathrow to OR, ORD. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, like the first thing I heard. When I landed, was welcome to Chicago O'Hare International <laughs> Airport. That's it was right. like the super fans were like welcoming me, welcoming the guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Come get some dynamite steaks over at Dominic's. The moving walkway is ending. Please look down. <laughs> like, come on. It was amazing. It was amazing, and it felt like it just felt like such. I, I always say this about Chicago. It feels like a warm hug every time you hear that accent. Every time you like, I don't know. Even walking through the airport at Thanksgiving, the decorations like. 
you can't help but hear Chuck Berry bring in another movie, but Home Alone, like yeah. running through O'Hare. Yep. Like it, this is such a Chicago, such a, Christmas, such a Christmas town, town yeah, yeah, for sure. in such, in such a strange way, opposite of New York. And the Chicago connections to Elf are all over the place. And it wasn't until I watched it this time that I really began to realize it. Like Bob Newhart got his start as a stand-up comedian in Chicago. Ed Asner is one of the founding members of second city here in Chicago. I didn't know that. There's a couple other things, but then like, Oh, uh, Will Ferrell's been uh, here. John Favreau. John Favreau. <laughs> John Favreau did IO and did uh, did improv. He did? Okay. Uh, in in Chicago, and moved from. Yeah, that's kind of how he got up with with the Rudy. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 When he and ended then, up and on Rudy. Nice. You know, there's the production company that was Favreau and Vince Vaughn and Peter Bill Billingsley. Billingsley. Yeah, he's the producing partner. I know of them. Right. Peter Billingsley kind of big with Christmas. I don't Just know what it is. He's had a Christmas connection. A couple, actually. <laughs> One or two. <laughs> Regile. <laughs> uh, Elf, you, you said you watched it with your kids. Did all of you? Yeah. Yeah, repeatedly. Yeah, like, I've seen that's it so many times one now. But like, uh, like when we're for for this, did you guys watch it with the kids already? So I didn't. My kids, I, I meant to on Sunday, and then it turned into oh. like 7 o'clock, and I was like, well, I got to watch this movie, and you aren't going to be up for it. So I'm like, I guess this. Though we will watch it at some point, but we, I, I actually watched it on my own this time. So I told my wife that we needed to watch Elf this week, and she's like, "Good," because I've already seen it five times this year. Right? <laughs> she would like stayed up, and then one day year. it was just on a loop, like on a TBS or TNT loop, and she just watched it and just had it going. And I'm like, "Are you really going to stay up?" But she's like, "Oh, I love this movie." So we watched it with the kids. Um, she was cracking up through the whole thing. The kids were all laughing. It was funny when John Favreau came on. Brooklyn goes, "That guy looks like Happy from yeah. Spider Man." And I'm like, "It is. <laughs> it is Happy from Spider Man." <laughs> yeah, nice. But yeah, they uh, they loved it too. And then just you know, all of the like awesome. the whimsy and just like the joy that Will Ferrell brings to the character. Like the kids all like laughed about it when he's putting the syrup on the spaghetti, and yep. they're just like, "Wait, what is he putting on there?" And they're like, <laughs> "Don't try that at home." <laughs> no. Yeah, it's uh, I I I've loved it so much more as I watch it more than when I thought when I first saw it. I'm like, there's just no way this is gonna be. Like, I had the same. Not yeah. a good Christmas movie. It's not a good movie. I don't think I really enjoyed it at all. The I, first time. I very much had the same. And now I'm like, what true? Kind of an that idiot. is not true. I'm calling you on that. You yeah? came out of that movie and you told me to go see it. I don't know about this. I think you might be mistaken. No, no, no. <laughs> I trust Max. I don't think I saw it. I had the walkabout <laughs> over Victoria Bitters. You said to me. It's the best Christmas movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I don't think I saw it Old in the same. theater. You saw in it London. in the theater in London. Oh man, you guys, we have the billboard to prove it. Yeah, and there's a the great pick. picture. Of I do. I hope seen, you guys. I'd seen that before this I've time. I've seen around. the picture. Did it right? Yeah, yeah I've seen the it's, picture. I've seen that one years ago. Mimicking, mimicking Will Ferrell. All right, we'll we'll go with your version of events. <laughs> well, I, I didn't think it looked good at I, all, that's and how I didn't see it until I was in Ireland. Okay, I moved from London to Ireland. Yeah, and I saw it on. On DVD, at 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 the flat I was sharing with like five college students in Ireland, and yeah. I remember being like, "Why didn't I watch? This is so much better." Than so Love you li- you liked it I the first it. time from yeah. the from the get go. You're saying, yeah. and you're saying I did apparently did yeah. too. I, I I didn't like dislike it, but I I remember being like, eh, this I I you know I don't know I didn't think it was anything special. And then yeah, as I've watched it, I've really enjoyed. I mean, I very much enjoy it i don't think i love zoe de chanel as much as i do now i think that Um, contributes and i I mean i'm bold bold to say but i think it might be will ferrell's best movie probably yeah and and just and just all the it's maybe part of it might be with the kids too because i mean i say you stink you smell like beef and cheese all the time (laughs) you sit on a throne of lies Lindsay really said the other day she's like if i never hear that come out of either you or one of the kids ever again, I'll be happy. I'm like, come on, it's like the best line. The Santa, there's this, so many good one liners. The Santa that he walks up to, I just found this out this year. I watched oh, the yeah. movies that made us. That's just a guy that was on the street and happened to be wearing red. <laughs> all of they just pulled him red in. Hoodie. All of the Will Ferrell walking around, like New is, York, is Favreau and him driving up and him popping out of the car and like filming that, a scene. I think day that's one. just brilliant. Day one, really? No, yeah. last day. Oh, I thought that was the last, first day. Last day. Oh, and the, they, the tunnel wasn't. The tunnel maybe was early, but okay. uh, last day was literally him running up to the Santa, running up to anyone else on the street. Was them just filming extra so stuff? It wasn't extras. They just and said, "Yeah, it was you like go. They said they, those two drove around with the camera." And I they love that. Filmed so I love that. him 
What Surprising. they didn't show was the legal team that had to follow them around, right, and, like the, sign the release. Like, hey, was, do you want to be in this film? I was totally <laughs> thinking that. So, yeah. so growing that. up, growing up, did you guys watch the Rankin Bass like oh, yeah. stop motion animation or even the animated Rudolph? Rudolph, Ru- yes, yeah. but not the Rankin Bass. And that's I will say something. I still with this movie. I don't know why. It just I don't like the cob the that aspect combination of the two. I'm just like it's so random. To then, it well, feels like I get it's an homage, but, but the narwhal. How do you how do you, you how, get do the you por- joke. how do you portray that world though without I, like stepping on the Santa Claus or stepping on Santa Claus the movie or stepping on Miracle? I don't think that they go to but the North Pole. Yeah, just, uh, I'm like you, Brady. I didn't like it at first, but now I'm just I've accepted all of it, and I think parts of it are funny and and good. And they, you know, all the all the little camera like they're just camera tricks that mm-hmm. they do, right? It's all forced. What do you call forced perspective or whatever? Yeah. to make them big instead of some kind of. Yeah. Which just I don't know. It, it all work. It all works somehow. And so the forced perspective uh, brings up a, a wonderful Favreau filmmaking filmmaking thing. Favreau, when he was making the first Iron Man, he insi- he and Downey were like fighting about how much of it was going to be CGI. CGI and uh, Favreau like tricked Downey. He was like, "Which one's which?" And Downey couldn't pick, couldn't so tell. they stopped. He stopped like saying, "I want to do everything practical." But I think that those tricks and mixed with the digital tech that he was able to yeah. throw in with the the sleigh and stuff like that feels like uh, Favreau teaching himself how to eventually get into a place where – and then there's the part about stop motion animation in this film going all the way into the, DeLorean, uh, the Mandalorian where he's like actually making a Lucasfilm with like Henson-esque puppets. Yeah. Uh, Muppets. Uh in in the the child Grogu, and I think that like that's kind of an interesting like how how did this guy right from Swingers yeah <laughs> and Rudy and there, yeah, like Rudy, get Rudy. to this like space where he was able to do he's been able to do so many yeah. things he's, he's yeah. a good filmmaker well, we talked is. about how Chef is before. this Chef, movie Chef is a is huge amazing. reason how this movie escalated elevated him to a level of one being able to make a massive and this movie vaulted him yeah. And, into and I don't uh, think anyone sure. expected it, right? No, he he seems uh, like Vaughn was clearly like the hot item out of Swingers. Got to be in from uh, an actor. Well, on for, on screen, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it didn't. And but well, yeah, we've done he's Chef a, he, and talked about and, him. Like, and, uh, he has, he well, has, Vince Vaughn is in a Christmas classic too. Four Christmas, Fred, Claus? Yeah, four Christmas, four Christmas, Christmas. Christmas. which I don't love. And, Fred Claus, and Fred Claus, <laughs> Fred Claus is okay. <laughs> but four Christmases is really. good. I think Four Christmas is actually pretty good. You don't think Rudy's a Christmas? I'm just kidding. So, do you guys know Favreau's highest grossing film? Oh, I don't. I Iron Man 3? I don't know. I, no, it's Iron Man 1. It, or 1. He didn't do 3. Shane oh. Black did 3. Oh, okay. It strikes me that it's not for some reason, but yeah, that would but be... Probably not. It's made. It was Lion King. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh. Speaking, so, speaking of Lion King, $1.66 billion. Yeah. Elf, $223 million. <laughs> So, like, you're saying Elf, like... Well, the Iron Man, start... one, the first Iron Man's not... $1.6 no. billion? Yeah, billion? Iron Man would is probably in the, like, high 7 or $8 million, but the Lion King, yeah. Well, he did really Jungle Book, too, right? Like, Jungle yeah. Book was, like, that number was, two. I haven't seen the, yeah. the Lion King. Oh, it's I like it so a lot. Good. It's yeah. good. Yeah, you beautifully shot. Yeah. So the the cinematographer on Lion King, which is strange to say cinematographer <laughs> because it's an animated movie, um, but it is Zoe's dad, Caleb Deschanel, who is oh, no the cinematographer of the movie that like made me fall in love with movies, The Natural. Like love The Natural have yeah. been a, and so there we go with fathers again. Like father teaches daughters his you know it's Emily, another Hobbs Emily Deschanel <laughs> exactly Roy Hobbs. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, can we talk about him? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Robert Edward? <laughs> <laughs> no, Hobbs. Uh, James Conn? James yeah, Con. James Conn. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you, oh, you love man. James Conn? So what did they say about him uh, on the set? They called him... Oh, he called himself something. I can't remember. Jimmy the Dream. Jimmy Dream or Jimmy... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he, they called, like the, the, the crew... Because he had a repu- Everyone thought he was going to be really hard, like tough. Hard-ass, yeah. yeah. And the crew like overnight changed his uh, his seat to say instead of saying James Conn, it said Jimmy the Dream, nice. which is so good. <laughs> I love it. The one note I saw that I really enjoyed was that he was they weren't like not getting something done, and he was him and Conn and Farrell were like not just couldn't fight quite find like the rhythm and um, and Conn I think was the problem, and he wasn't like you know, obviously very much different than what Farrell was putting on screen, sure. and uh, 
they said Favreau went over and like whispered something in his ear and they like did it and he crushed it. And everyone was like, what did you say? And he's like, I walked up and I said, you're Sonny fucking Corleone. <laughs> Get out or of like, my life! Don't forget you're Sonny fucking Corleone. Yeah. Or something like that. And I'm like, that's pretty good. There's so many amazing cameos in this movie, too. Like, Faison Love uh, was oh actually supposed to be played by Wanda Sykes. Yeah. And so he wears a, a name badge in the movie that says Wanda, which is amazing. Because <laughs> it was made he's for her. So, he's so good. He's, he's really he good. He cracks me up. Peter yeah. Dinklage is only like his second movie after The yeah. Station Agent. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which I knew. I, I So strong. Good. That's that's in the bargain bit. <laughs> Station <laughs> Agent? Yeah. That's, that's Station really Agent. Good. It's a solid movie. Yeah. I, the Zoe, I'm with Martin. We kind of touched on it. The Zoe thing, I'm not, I wasn't 100%. There. When did she start singing? Was it because of this movie, or I thought it was because of this? Because um, she didn't sing it almost famous. Um, but had she been, she'd like been doing this. I think she probably sang, just not yeah, on a. Like, it was before she and him, right? And um, then like, what's with the name? Hmm. Jovi. Oh, Jovi. I, I know. I didn't. I, don't I didn't remember it. that. Jovi's a pretty. It. It's out it's there. Pretty random. Yeah. I don't know where they got it and from. And why is she blonde? She was blonde for a different movie that oh. never got made. Mm. So she was coming from that and auditioned blonde and then came back brunette. And they're like, no, you're blonde. And <laughs> okay, so she's that. blonde. Oh, wow. Yeah. Katie she, Holmes was supposed to be Joe. Yeah. And she passed. Is that right? She passed. Uh, Better. They, they, yeah. Better for Up- Upgrade. Probably. Even though I wasn't a huge fan of Zoe, I'm also not a big fan of Katie Holmes. Katie, yeah. Katie Holmes, I think, doesn't have a movie that has ever done well. Batman Begins, but April? that's not her fault. Oh, that's so It's not because of her. <laughs> yeah. That's true. And Disturbing behavior. Did she step out? She, oh, and Tom Cruise. <laughs> Everyone really watched that. Yeah. The, the Maybe Future Batman's right. Oh, I don't know. But that why? That was why. Jillian Jillian Hall's Maggie Gyllenhaal. Is Katie Holmes yeah. okay? Has anyone checked on her lately? She's Jamie Fox still. I don't think they're still together. Oh yeah. Uh, I care. Yeah, small. That's about as much as we <laughs> care. Wellness, and that's your celebrity check. update <laughs> for the celebrity, year. Celebrity gossip. Oh, I, I had a random tidbit of speaking of cameos. Andy Richter and Kyle Gass oh, feel like oh they could be brothers. Yeah. Like <laughs> oh, they just look man. like they're, they're, they're they were right next to each other. And I was like, I could. You told me these were like a buddy comedy, and like Amy brother Sedaris comedy. Add, added to it. Love Amy Sedaris. Yeah. That's yeah. such a great, great call. The asparagus thing when Kyle Gass is like, <laughs> <laughs> right after they <laughs> say like no vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, no so vegetables good. is like it's an asparagus family. <laughs> <laughs> Too vulnerable. <laughs> too vulnerable. Tomatoes are too vulnerable. So random. So the note I saw on James Conn was that he he took a break from filming, from acting for 15 years to raise his kid. Did you hear about this? Scott? Yeah, Scott. <laughs> he did a great job. Uh, or a different one. A great <laughs> job, So his, his kid had no Twitter? idea that he was an actor. And Twitter. then when he was 11, he actually watched The Godfather. And it, the quote was, which left him a little disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to go do Varsity Blues now, Dad. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. I just thought that was interesting. That well, is pretty good. Well, didn't Scott Kahn also, like, he had, like, a crazy rap career for a little little bit. Like, That's Mark Wahlberg, I, I think. totally yeah. missed that. <laughs> Say out of mother for me. <laughs> Marky Mark and the Funky I don't, I don't so Feel it, feel it. Mark. There's no Scotty Kahn in the cans. I don't recall a rap Scotty yeah. Con career, but maybe you. you yeah, I don't want to. He he had a record deal and like. I don't want to tell you you're wrong about everything. Made a bunch but. of cash. <laughs> Am I wrong about everything? No, I'm oh, just saying you are so that wrong I saw about everything. everything. That's why you, you love that movie. That's you what, love that movie. You told me it's the best Christmas movie you've ever seen. I don't recall ever saying that. Uh, what's what's your? So I feel like still to this day, my favorite scene is the catapult off the couch and yes. the tree. onto the tree. Like yeah. it's just Good. such a. Amazing, yeah, like two ca- seconds off camera. Yeah, Texas switch. Yeah, <laughs> the Texas switch. Yeah, it's just such an amazing. I, I, it never ever fails to get a laugh. The tree falls like perfectly back. It's so good. Well, I immediately think of Kiefer Sutherland doing that. Nobody. Oh, I love the dead air. Yeah, he did that in a actually in a London hotel. Lost Boys. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, he did it in Lost Boys. That's all I was thinking was Lost Boys. They were flying around. I'm like, did he knock think, over a I tree? I think actually, to tie the two together, it might have been while we were in London, Kiefer Sutherland jumped into a Christmas tree. But it's it's on like... you, you can. It's like it. a YouTube video yeah, or something? It's like a, it's like a meme. Was oh, it, okay. Did he think there was a door in it? <laughs> he, was <laughs> wasted, he was wasted per, you know, per usual. Way to bring um, back. I think my favorite is still just like, Santa, I know him. <laughs> just like, <laughs> it's it's like so sincere and so loud. Artie like, Lang. That, so yeah, Artie yeah, Lang is such Artie a good... The other one, the other yell that 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 is an amazing yell. The other one is when he yells no when he tells him that ha- his dad's on the naughty list. Yeah, because that's <laughs> yeah. like the first yell, yes. and it really just like comes out of nowhere. You're like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> and so to tie it to the the title of your podcast, this is a this says fatherhood all over it. I mean, yes. it does. 
yeah, it's a it's a great great dad movie. Searching and for I, your father. I love his his other son, uh, Michael. The, his brother Michael, Michael. Yeah. When he's like, "Mom, can I eat this upstairs? Uh, can I eat this in my room? I got lot, yeah, eat this in my room. <laughs> I'm behind on tons of stuff. You know how he does with James Scott impersonation. Right after his great. dad says it's great. it. Yeah. yeah. Did so, you uh, did you recognize the jersey? I did. I don't. You should ask the uh, less than sports fans than. Uh, so was it off. Eagles? Was it Michael Jordan? It's not an Eagles jersey. <laughs> not an I Eagles. Come on, boy. There's green, but it's not an Eagles. They're in New York. The green New York jersey. Oh, jersey. Yes. Do you know the player? No. Is it Vinatieri or no? Not Vinatieri. That's not a Jet. No. Uh, who am I thinking? Who's who's the Italian quarterback? Nope. No. No. Vinny Testaverde. Testaverde. <laughs> uh, no, not a Testaverde jersey. Brady. I know. It's a uh, wide receiver Wayne Crebet. Wayne Crebet. Oh wow. <laughs> Number eighty. <laughs> yeah. It's a deep pull. It's deep a cut. very deep pull. I so was. Why did they do it? Favreau. Because he was the hotness. I think situationally oh, it probably made sense. Yeah. But he I, was like a white little white receiver that had a couple of years. He was Wes Welker before Wes Welker. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> he had a. It, yeah. Where did he go to college? Ooh, That's so wild. That would be a deep pull. That's Mar- a really Martin, deep pull. I'm sure it'll be up well, on our daily dozen here. So, <laughs> you watch. It didn't so, come up. So can we pull? Can we pull in like 2023 Jets? Like Hofstra, <laughs> of course. Also green and white. Naturally. <laughs> also Jersey, right? Uh, Long Island. Oh, Long Island. Yeah. That's right. Matt Walsh, hit yeah. on the reporter. Matt Walsh, out of nowhere. Upright Citizens Brigade. Wait, on the reporter front. Sorry, I don't no, no, ruin no. your thought. Go. Ahead. Go. No, no, that's it. What is with the re- them being such a dick to the reporter who's out <laughs> in the field? Why? Oh, I think it's like, kind of funny. Legitimately, I was like, "What's the what's the deal here?" Like, that's that's New York. That's that's New York One, isn't that what channel she's on? Is it's that like, a thing? Time. It's uh, they're just time huge Warner. assholes to the lady out mm-hmm. in the field. It's a Time Warner only. So if you have cable in New York, you're like roped into time uh, to Time Warner. Is that James Dolan? New York One. <laughs> it's like a New York One riff. And like, remember the character that uh, Fred, uh, not Fred, uh, connected to Channel Bill, One? Bill Hader played where he was like the old reporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would like hit the mic yeah. in his yeah. face. That's New York One. and it's, That's based on a real guy. I've seen the real yeah, footage and there's a real the guy. But yeah. is it a thing to be mean to the ladies yeah, that are out in the field? Just, they're like, oh, New York One, and they come like, you know. Because like, it was like legitimately like, like, oh, why don't you find something? Or it was like, and then I'm like, well, like this is kind of very noticeably it's unnecessary. A, it's one the one new- guy's like flirting with her though, right? He's like, your eyes really tell a story. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah. Talking about Love Actually, I saw something in this go around on Elf that I don't recall seeing previously. The Bigfoot-esque yes. walk. Yes. Through, I, I don't recall that. I mean, if I saw it before, I don't remember it. And then yeah, they zoom in. You they very much catch in. that, and yeah. I, like the whole stride, and I was like, oh, wow. I'm like, I can't believe I don't remember that. Sasquatch. But, Sasquatch. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, so damn Sasquatch. <laughs> what is the significance of the four horsemen, the four cops? Oh, I don't know. It's that. It it, is it, it, is, it was said it was going to be cops, and they decided to do something different. They actually said they're the based Mounties. on the Lord of the Rings Rangers, oh. which uh, was uh, New Line, also maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um. And but yes, kind of Four Horsemen esque. Like rather than have them just be chased by random police, police, they decided to do something different. Because I legitimately was but like, give them a the backstory. And, like they've been <laughs> the such a part from the, the eighty five. Like, I love that though. <laughs> I, if you're going to do it, then do <laughs> it. Yeah. And, and that was like, like and like for film nerds, you just mentioned New Line, and New Line is like. Historically, a horror film. Oh, uh, the house that Freddie built. That's the house that Freddie built. Obviously, <laughs> we talked and about they, it. And they to our Halloween, Halloween episodes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 they were literally filming in the house that Freddie built. They filmed a lot of this. The the apartment, the office, uh, the office like cubicles. In Freddie's house is in the insane asylum where they shot the former like insane asylum where they shot a lot of Nightmare on Elm Street. Stuff. Stop. There you go. How did you not pull that, Martin? I did not know Come that. Come on. Apparently, Redding would have got that. Apparently, New Line only built one house. And then I decided <laughs> this is the better version it. of Martin. You can just swap out. He's got way more facts. Well, the, um, Truth. The, the, so, so, like, going back to the dads thing, like, uh, Bob Newhart, I can't imagine a better narrator. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's, it's, he's perfect. Oh, hello. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and perfect. the 70s TV of it all. Did you guys watch the, like, the Newhart show or anything oh, back then? He probably did. Yeah, I never did. I, did. I definitely saw it, but I don't recall ever, like, I think I was too young to know what that it was, was funny on. or anything. The one from the 70s has a great Christmas episode. Yeah, he did do, like, eight shows that all had his name in it. And it was hard to tell the what Bob the Newhart show are. from the 70s. And then Newhart in the in the 80s. And then Bob grew- Newhart. And then BN. <laughs> I, I loved that show, and you can't stream it. Newhart? Um, I loved it. Growing up, I would watch it with my my dad and my it's funny you can't mom stream. and my grandma. Like you get anything, I know. But well, I think it's the rights to the music or something. I yeah, have no probably. idea. Probably. But Tom, not, uh, I can't remember his name now. Dan, uh, Daryl, Daryl, and my other Bob brother, Daryl. Newhart. Anyway, 
It's that's Larry what, Daryl and Daryl. Larry Daryl and Daryl. That's that's on Newhart. There's characters. Yeah, it's like uh, the guys at work. That did you watch it too? Every now and then, I don't Never remember <laughs> watching a ton of Jelani it. Jelani knows the, everything too. And, and <laughs> the story about like the last episode, it was all a dream. Was it taking place in a snow globe? Did he used to read Word <laughs> Up magazine? No, sorry. Um, yeah, snow globe. We, we were talking about Saint Elsewhere. That was the the oh. dream or the yeah. All, did you know about the Tommy Westfall universe? Yeah, yeah. Matt. Hey. No, he's <laughs> Matt's asleep. Matt's shaking his watch. <laughs> but yeah, um, the there's not a whole lot of like. I, I guess the 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 one thing I will ask you guys is like, walking through a Target today, it's all Elf and no Love Actually. And well, yeah, there's a one place of the kids. There's a qu- yeah. there, there's like this has been playing in the back of my head, like. Love actually is to Christmas music. Uh, Like the Love Actually Christmas song would be Baby It's Cold Outside. And that's the one song I remember them singing. I know they sang other ones in Elf, but that's the one that like Jovi and Buddy fall in love singing duet to. Mm -hmm. But that that song's been canceled, just like this movie feels like it's on the verge of being canceled because of all like the problematic storylines. What's the Christmas song for Elf? Is it Mariah Carey? All I want for Christmas, like, is are they like? You mean the like the song equivalent? Yeah, because like that feels like it's a new classic in the same way that Elf feels like it's a new classic Christmas movie. Yeah, are there are there any songs that are newer than All I Want for Christmas that no, are new, new Christmas songs? No, I don't know. No, yeah. no, they're all just people, new people singing them. Yeah, new people right. occasionally you might, old songs. Or occasionally people you might get a uh, one working that, like, together. Slaps, but yeah, like it. Like I had somebody send me we Ed Sheeran and Elton John. Or sure. my mom sent me like Cher's Christmas album, and I'm like, "What is she really like? She's not coming up with anything new." DJ play a Christmas song? I don't know. I didn't yeah. listen to it yet. Sorry, but mom. you're right. Yeah, there's no. <laughs> I mean, the the like the the other song, the only other Christmas song that I like that's kind of new is Last Christmas, which is from the '80s. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Everything yeah. else is a is, is that a the standard. Lamb version? Yeah, yeah. But not even though there's a Jimmy Eat World version. Everyone, yeah. I feel like there's lots of covers that I'm always like. Lance oh, Morissette another... just did it this year. Oh, did she? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Has like, Taylor like people... put out a Christmas album yet? Oh yeah. Um, I'm sure she, she has, has songs. I bet she doesn't songs. have an album. I don't Maybe. know if she has a whole album, but. Uh yeah, she has songs. Yeah. Uh, so every year for the last ten years, I've started a Spotify playlist called Christmas Creep, and I it usually happens like. It's just Radiohead? January. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Actually, there is this year, Weedus did Christmas Dirtbag, a cover of Dirtbag. Weedus? Weedus. Teenage Dirtbag by Christmas Dirtbag? No, Weedus. Yeah, Weedus. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come I on. I know Teenage Dirtbag. Yeah. Did I say it wrong again? Who's the Dick girl pick. in the music video? I got two tickets to Iron Maiden, Maiden baby. <laughs> who's, the t- who's the girl in the music video? Um, probably the girl from the movie uh, with... Um, oh. Come on, guys. What's her name? She's from American Lish, Pie, Lish, and oh. Loser is the movie that, that that song is from. I got it. Allison Hannigan? Is Mina it, Savari. Is it Mina Savari. Oh, Mina yeah. Savari is correct. Oh, Mina Savari. I had that name. I, I thought it was wrong. Nope. What was it's, Loser? What was that? The movie that that song is from. Jason Biggs. Teenage, Jason oh, Jason Biggs. Biggs. Not the Richard Linklater. 90. Oh, that's no, Slacker. that's Slacker. Yeah. Same death. No, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I, I don't know if I have anything else to add it's, to this elf conversation but is I, this do you think it would have been just as funny if chad what? smith was elf instead of will ferrell or <laughs> do you do. think it would have yeah. they wanted to put uh, chris farley and, and the writer wouldn't let him initially would have been a different movie totally i'm different. just shocked by all like the merch that's still available for elf like i just think that this is what i was gonna say is this is it the is this your thing? kids favorite christmas movie like where does this fall like for that's I think great, it is for Home questions. Alone and Elf for my kids. Yeah, I, like every year. That's actually oh, yeah. we're watching. My kids both are, of those. are younger. Yeah. Uh, uh, Grinch, the the newest Grinch, okay. they really really like uh, with Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, um, it's it's actually pretty good in all honesty. And but I I think your my kids are in that vein too. Home Alone has already been watched. Yeah. Elf will be. It just the again timing just didn't work out. But I do think it's it holds that. You wonder. That's why it's in Target, right? Yeah. It also probably contributing to why it's their favorite, right? They're, right. They're seeing it. Elf was to the point where my daughter and your daughter are watching it for a field trip in a few yeah. days, and so she's like, "I'm not watching it. Like, I am not going to watch it because I don't want to ruin it because we're going on a field trip." Aww. And then she'd walk by and she'd be like, "Oh my god, I love this part." She's just dying <laughs> at like every scene, like raccoon. Wait, what field trip? 
they're, they're, they're going to the theater to watch it. Oh, like, gotcha. Oh. You know, they're doing, yeah, doing it at school. Yeah. Nice. Through school. She's like, oh, yeah, you're doing it for the podcast with my dad. Oh, do you just need a hug, buddy? <laughs> you know, the raccoon scene. And she's just Jelani, what are your up. kids' favorite Christmas movies? So my son is the same age as their daughters, and Home Alone is his favorite. Like, I really he... wanted you to say Die Hard. <laughs> my kids' favorite Christmas movie is You could have been there. It, it was what? Diner. Di- hands down, Diner. 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 I'm oh. kidding. <laughs> Real esoteric What's his name? Paul Reiser and... Mickey Rourke and but so you mentioned Die Hard. So the other day I was at the the theater and I just glanced up at the marquee and Love Actually was actually playing and Die Hard was and I was like I would love to see Die Hard on the big screen because I've only seen it on television. Right. Yeah, you know, in in the homes of friends. I think we probably should. I, I got time. I, like I got it. some do time we, off. Do coming. we take the kids? Oh, yeah, they've already seen it. So, yeah, but I would take Martin's it. kids have definitely seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Martin's kids they've have seen, seen a they've lot. They've seen of Predator, them. so. Oops. Why is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Happens <laughs> during Christmas. Mm-hmm. Happens yeah. during Christmas. There's a Christmas party in it. Because you need to you need a break from all this schmaltz and That's and 100% true. You need some action and it's so and Die Hard's just so good. The it's, first song you hear is Christmas yeah. in Hollis. You, you hear some yeah. Oh, is that a rhetorical question? <laughs> yeah, it was under rhetorical. He wasn't looking for. An I'm actually look, I'm actually like, there are a million reasons that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah, well, you're yeah. not hearing an argument it's on been, this pod. It's been uh, it's settled, right? Yeah, it's a settled. Debate, so I think. my, kids, my kids don't agree, but yeah, <laughs> they're also they're huge fans of Hallmark. So oh. along those lines, though, what is your favorite non-traditional Christmas film? Because I have one. That well, I, that, that's Die Hard, up right? Die Hard. Out. I see. I think Trading Places might be mine. Oh yeah. You, oh, you have said that before. I should. I I, I watched that this year. That's a good reminder. Um, I mean, yes. Lethal that, Weapon is too for me. Oh, that and Gremlins. Oh, those true. are those are really good ones. Yeah, but Gremlins. I don't know. I don't. I don't. How often do you watch Gremlins? Not. I. I, lo- I do times. love it, um, but I don't. I don't. Don't watch it that twice much. a night. <laughs> Uh, but I did show the kids Gremlins uh, a couple years ago, which, and they, they really loved we've it. We've done that for the pod. I need to show Gremlins two, which which is really a very good set. Saw it in the theater. Yeah, and the new batch. Oh, did you? I was obsessed with Gremlins. You were what, like ten? Yeah, something yeah. nine or yeah, ten. I remember I when it came out. Yeah. It's not bad. It's you just have to take it for what it is. Yeah. you know, kind and of then a satire of it. There's two new That's ones. That's Chris Columbus. Maybe two new Christmas movies. Oh yeah, yeah, two newer ones. Uh, well, so my, my wife and I we. Our tradition is we watch Office Christmas Party every year because oh, yeah. I think that we saw that in the theater. I think that is absolutely hilarious. And yeah, I slept on it for a while, and then that's, you, when yeah. I told you I watched it, you were like, "Yeah, oh yeah, that's that's, that's been on." That's my list. it. That's yeah. what that's the movie we watch. We went to the theater. We watch it. That's our Christmas like Christmas Eve night. Such a good cast. It's such a good cast. It's just literally funny, but it is a change of pace. Of it's not the stale. So maybe that's. That may or may not qualify. I mean, it's legitimately a no, Christmas yeah. movie, but I mean, it is. I was going to mention. Uh, it's not very like before. lovey and hallmarky. See, <laughs> yeah. the night before is another one. I was going to say Violent Night, and then is dude, the- Violent Night is amazing. Right, and then is, is the that new David Harbor. Yes, yes. I seen it, it came out Harbor. last year. Yeah, yeah. You definitely need to, I know, watch I need to watch it. Silent. I was going to say night Silent Night just came one. out. Is that one? That's Joel Kinnaman. Joel Kinnaman. Oh, okay. Ron Reynolds Light. Yes. <laughs> Um, it's made by the same people that made John Wick, so it's yeah, along yeah. those lines. But I mean, that might be one that I can't wait to see. So that. Kid comes. Yeah, yeah, I also absolutely. What was the one you just mentioned with uh, um, Violent Violent, Violent, Night? Violent Night? That came Harbor. out last year. Last year, yeah. And it's it's not streaming for free. I think on Prime. Dude, it is so it's good. So It'll be funny. one that I watch. Strong recommend. I watched it. Our friend got it last year, and I watched it. I'm like, in. It, I mean, David Harbor is perfect. He, if you enjoy him at all, you're gonna like this movie. Nice. Have you guys seen the holdover? Holdovers. Paul Giamatti's new movie. Uh, oh, no. I know oh, you're talking uh, about. Yeah, they stay at school. He's like a professor or something. Yeah. I have not seen it. It's the same um, writer, director. What's his name? Uh, I, I'm as, blanking. Uh, as uh, the wine movie. Yeah. Uh, Sideways. Alex. Um, no. Alex Garland. Peaky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, election. Mm-hmm. Um, Alexander Payne. Descendants. Alexander, Alexander Payne. Payne. Thank yeah. you. Nebraska. But it is, right? It's, yes. It's his movie? Yeah. Um, it's uh, I, without spoiling it, it is a cross between Scent of a Woman and Girl Interrupted. Um, I love Scent of a Woman. 
Yeah, great Thanksgiving movie. If the young movie. girl interrupted. I think Thanksgiving movie. You guys should do Thanksgiving movies next year because there's a million great Thanksgiving movies between planes, trains, and automobiles. We've done it. Nailed that. Keep up. What was the other one, though? <laughs> it's episode two, dude. We've actually, we've actually reposted it. <laughs> so you go. don't want to record. Actually, in, I have listened to that one. I, 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 I admit. Uh, Bad Santa is another one I used to. You didn't listen to Santa Woman, did you? No, what was the other Go movie back to you Billy mentioned, Bob. though? Oh, there, I, there's like... Th- there's like Girl Interrupted. Tw- oh. Oh. Yeah. It, you, he said Set of a Woman and Girl Interrupted. Okay, right. But it's it's great. Um, it's out streaming now. Um, I'm so glad I got to see it. It It's slow, but it's... Um, 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's pretty great. Oh, wow. That's pretty high. And, and Giamatti, I don't think he has done a better performance than that saying something. Yeah, he's um, awesome. But, uh, I yeah, I think my favorite off kilter christmas movie is is diner um i'm serious oh, yeah. barry, it's barry levinson, barry levinson's right? yeah, okay. first film and of. barry levinson was a writer for the smothers brothers and laughing and you know worked alongside like steve martin and woody allen um and i just think that the the timbre of the movie the tone the the storylines the the uh the friends coming together after years apart kind of thing. That's yeah. kind of like what we're experiencing here tonight. There's there's these like moments in your life that you'll never get back, and that's kind of what they capture in this movie in Baltimore in the 1950s, yep. like early 1960s. And the soundtrack is great. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Sorry. made in 1982. I was going to say Brady's there, and, I watched and it. I watched it in high school. Cutoff. And the great Steve Gutenberg <laughs> has. Yeah. And if you guys don't follow Steve Gutenberg on Instagram, I highly recommend it. It's bas- He's basically I like, do not. Tony Robbins, uh, every day he comes on and just gives like a pep talk. Is it inspirational? It's amazing. It's amazing. And it's he's Does he so do it good. as Mahoney from Police Academy? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and sometimes uh, uh, Kim Basinger shows up. A random... Uh, cr- I, I looked up literally random Kim Christmas Kim. movies to see... If Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Mm. What about it? The, it's, it it's Christmas. It's listed oh, it's as Christmas. a random, oh, random yeah. Christmas Shane movie. Black. We love it. And I, yeah, very much a fan. So Yeah, yeah I mean, well, tying it back to Iron Man, you know, that movie... Without that movie, Iron Man doesn't happen. And without uh, Elf, Iron Man doesn't happen. So true, true. The 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 fact that Chris, Christmas there are so many great Christmas movies, or so many movies where there's a Christmas sequence. Yeah, it speaks to the heightened experience, the need for a meaning, or it like packs it in, right? So that's why I feel like there will never ever not be a time for a good Christmas movie. It's just strange to see how twenty years on, what's considered a classic and what's kind of fallen by the wayside. I mean, yeah. sometimes you hit those marks, and sometimes you make jokes about ladies' legs. I did. <laughs> I did Being like tree trucks. I did want to see. I did want to look at the box office because I do think that, like, basically, Love Actually came and went, whereas Elf kind of stuck around for a while. But I think Love Actually has its market, but yeah, it has some staying power for sure. Max, Matt, thank you. Martin this was Jelani. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna name people <laughs> that are here. Um, it was great to catch up with you guys. Uh, loved having you on the pod. We will definitely Actually. have you back for the Thanksgiving episode, obviously, and then uh, when we do Christmas again, we'll we'll hit those again. Maybe even St. Patrick's Day. I don't know. Love it. All the holidays. Love actually. <laughs> Maybe Pulaski Day. <laughs> Pulaski Day. No, <laughs> no, we don't celebrate that here. <laughs> Find a movie, I'm yeah, in. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's made before 1975. <laughs> As always, never cram 11 cookies in the VCR, but do subscribe where you listen and give us a follow. Thanks, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.